This is RJ Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. Anthony for three. Bang! That one goes this down. one by Mattingly. Oh, hang on to the RJ Barrett does it again from downtown. He is just tearing the Orioles apart. It's, it's good. Randall gets the bounce, and he ties the game. Houston ducks under. Got it. Creates and shows some dexterity as well with the left hand. Yankees win. Yankees win. All right. What is happening, everybody? I'm your host, RJ Carbone. And you are listening to episode 340 of BD4. Where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Excuse me. We also do MMA now too. We do the Yankees every series. The Knicks every game. MMA on the weekends. Once again, I do apologize for taking so long to get to record. I haven't even recorded it yet. I'm not going to lie to you. This UFC 272 recap. One, I've just been very busy. And two... There were so many good fights on that card that it's just so much to, to go back to and rewatch and, you know, regather my thoughts on the whole thing. So I'm going to have to get one out for you guys. Hopefully soon. I think maybe Sunday, tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow night I can try recording my thoughts on it with uh, with my cousin Aunt and I. You know, we'll have a nice recap for you guys. So we'll see. Check that out or, or stay tuned. In case uh, we do. But tonight, March 12th on a Saturday, uh, we are continuing with episode 340 to profile some of these prospects in the Yankee system. We've done, I believe, two so far in Austin Wells and Luis Hill. Hill. Um, Austin Wells, the catcher. And then we did Luis Hill, who is the starting pitcher. And um, yeah, go check those ones out. Those should be um, on my page anywhere. Any podcast platform where you get BD4 on, be sure to check those two episodes out. This one, our third prospect who we're going over. And again, these are in no particular order. They're just random, picking from whatever whoever I see and think of first. So um, tonight's prospect, we will dive into that in just a bit. But first, guys, I do want to welcome you to the show. Thank you for stopping by. And um, if you have not yet done so, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. You can find this podcast, BD4, on many platforms. Um, You know, Apple Podcasts. And if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review. If I look up every couple of seconds, it's because I am watching the UFC Vegas 50 card. It's a fight card. And um, it's very entertaining. But, yeah, make sure you give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Um, You can also listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, Overcast, Castro, SoundCloud, many, many, many other listening platforms. So be sure to find us on there and subscribe. Download these episodes. Share it with your friends. And you can also, if you want to watch the podcast, you can watch the video format of the show 
up on YouTube. Just search BD4. So, thank you for stopping by, guys. If you want to follow me on social media, you can also do that, too. You can find me on, on um, Facebook, RJ Carbone. And you can find me on Instagram, at Rob J Carbone. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you want to keep track with me on my blog, I have a blog where I cover the Yankees and the Knicks. And uh, I write about them a lot. You can find my blog on ultimatesportsnetworks.com. Once you go there, put into the search bar the Bomber Bocker blog, and you'll find my blog. And if you want to get full access to every single article that I write, if you want discount on merch, make sure you subscribe using my promo code. That is 6A2841. E-R-J-C 6A2841 E-R-J-C Once again, if you do that, if you put my promo code in while you're subscribing, well, you will get $7.99 a month for the blog at a discount. You'll get a discount on any merch that you purchase. And again, full access to every article I write. That all out of the way. That all said, let's get to our first break. But before we do, guys, I want to mention to you, I was on a show earlier today. This morning, I was talking with Greg from YCP. So make sure you go out, uh, go and check out his podcast. That is Yankee Crazy Podcast. He's also on Apple Podcasts. He's also on Anchor. So go check out his show over there. That is Yankee Crazy Podcast. He has a phenomenal show. He's had it for a bit now. And he does a great job. And I think that was like my fifth or maybe sixth time on his show. So definitely go check it out. We talked about the Yankees and what to expect all around the diamond. Went over the lineup one to nine. And it was a very entertaining episode. We talked about the free agents. It was good. So go check it out. We had a good conversation for about an hour. Uh, once again, that's Greg from Yankee Crazy Podcast. So go subscribe to Yankee Crazy Podcast on Apple Podcasts, uh, Anchor, you know, probably wherever you get your shows. And be sure to share that episode. I believe, don't quote me on this, but I believe it's episode 192. It's titled Baseball is Back, uh, something, something with Rob Carbone. So go check it out, Yankee Crazy Podcasts. We had a great time. Great, great time. Um, and yeah, it's the dominoes are starting to fall, man. You know, nothing crazy yet, but you got Kershaw the other night signing back. You had last night Simmons, Falefa this morning, Chris Bassett just a couple of hours ago. Uh, you're hearing that Nelson Cruz is moving along and close to a deal with, there were like three headlining teams. I think it's Milwaukee. San Diego, and, and there's another team in there. I'm hearing Freeman's supposed to come to a decision pretty soon. Um, I'm hearing nothing on Correa or Story yet, but the dominoes have started to slowly fall, and they're going to keep getting fast, falling faster and faster because, you know, spring training 
if I read correctly, it begins next Sunday on the 17th, right? Yeah. Or is it on Monday? Whenever. 17th. The 17th and 18th are when they start. Um, that's it. So let's head to our first break. Waste no further of your time. When we get back, we'll dive right into the show. We'll begin with the NYY, NYK MMA question of the day to warm up our brains. When we finish with the trivia, we will begin talking about our latest prospect in the Yankee system who we are going to go over. All right, guys. Be right back. Stay with us. This episode, 340, our NYYNYK MMA question of the day. Holy shit, is that UFC 272, 273 card stacked? Oh my goodness, you got two title fights to headline it. Korean Zombie and, and Volkanovski. You've got the Sterling Yan fight. You've got Gilbert Burns and Osmat Shemaev. You got Mackenzie Dern going up against Tisha Torres. And then they just transitioned to the next screen. I couldn't see the final one, but it was a big one. Wow, that's going to be something else. Anyway, <laughs> shit, I'm excited now. Um, Yeah, our NYYMYK MMA question of the day for episode 340. Let's get to it. So in six years with the Yankees, how many 20-win seasons did Roger Clemens put up? All right, in six years with the Yankees, how many twenty-win seasons did Roger Clemens put up? So you can let me know the answer wherever you can reach me, whichever way you can contact me. Don't care as long as you're talking to me. <laughs> Make sure it's me, and if you get the answer correct, I will let you know in the next episode. But not only that, I will also give you a shout out on the next episode. Your social media handle and all that. If you guess, if you attempt to guess the answer, but you do not get it correct, well, I'll let you know the answer in the next episode. Alright? So with that all out of the way, your brains are warmed up. Hopefully your brains are warmed up. Let's get into it, because we got a lot to talk about when it comes to this next upcoming prospect. Let's dive right in. I don't know why I'm acting like... It's a surprise not saying the kid's name because it's in the title of the episode. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, we're, we're, di- we're diving into um, 
to Oswald Peraza tonight. And Oswald Peraza is an intriguing prospect to me. He is. Um, right-handed bat, right-handed throwing arm. He's a shortstop. Six feet, 165. 22 years old in June. He was signed by the Yankees in 2016 out of Venezuela for 175K. Um, last season... He ranked uh, as the number three prospect in the Yankees system in their farm. And he's still on a number of MLB top 100 rankings. All these different websites have him on there. So, hot commodity. Big ticket, maybe. Um, yeah, the Yankees signed Peraza along with a, a few other international prospects at the time. They ended up moving a few of those prospects. They ended up moving... Um, one in the Stanton deal. And they ended up moving two of them in the uh, in the Tyone deal just more, you know, more recently. So that tells you how much the Yankees really value this kid if they kept him around for the, the last five years. Also, you have to think you know about how advanced he is for his age. This is a kid who debuted in the Gulf Coast League, the Gulf Coast League, at age 17. Last season, he played at all three levels. He worked his way up from there, from from uh, high A to triple A. He made it to triple A at age 21. And he was on their 40-man roster last season. So, yeah, man, like I said, this is a hot ticket. This kid has some potential. His ETA, it could be very possible that he comes up as early as this season. I would say the latest probably being next season. So you're looking at 2022-2023 as the estimated time of arrival. Of course, this all depends on how this whole shortstop situation shapes up for the big league squad in these next few days slash weeks, right? Now, he is a hot ticket, so you look, you could look to move him in a package deal for Matt Olson, which I would not love. But if you do that, then you figure out shortstop still. But you got Seager who's gone. Correa's probably unlikely. Maybe story, but again, I don't know that the Yankees want to block Peraza and Volpe, who we'll get into in another episode. Knowing them, knowing Hal, Cashman, they might be looking to save their top gems here. And save, you know, also save some of that money. That nine-figure money that Correa wants. And story, possibly. And use it on the judge extension. Because you know how they operate, man. I'm sorry, it sucks, but... You know, they're operating on a budget. So if they're looking at stop gaps in the meantime, well... <coughs> excuse me, like we just said <clears throat> earlier... You already have both Simmons and Falefa recently taken off the market. Simmons went to Chicago last night. This morning, Falefa was traded to Minnesota. So it's most likely that we'll see, I want to say, Gio Urshela be the stopgap shortstop until one of these two kids are ready for Major League action. And one of these kids is Peraza. We're going to dive into his stats. And then a little bit later, we'll get into 
you know, so the breakdown of some of his uh, pros and cons. Be right back. Hey guys, so I've noticed that only a small portion of you who watch BD4 on YouTube are actually subscribed. So if you do enjoy this podcast and maybe you want to be notified when new episodes release, I'd consider subscribing and also hitting that notification bell. This way we can help the channel grow and you won't miss a single episode of BD4. Alright, let's get back to it. So, let's get to this kid. Um, yeah, he, um, last season, Peraza, in 2021, with high A Hudson Valley, with double A Somerset, with triple A Scranton, played 115 games between all three of them, batted 297, with a, an on-base percentage of 356, a slugging of 477, and that gave him an 834 OPS. In those 115 games, he also had 18 home runs and 58 RBIs, 26 doubles, 2 triples, 38 stolen bases, and 10 caught stealing. He walked 37 times, giving him a 7% walk rate. And he struck out 111 times, giving him a 22% K rate. Um, I, I think, you know, yeah, we'll start with the strengths. Let me just pull up the page here. If you are watching the podcast, you know what I'm... You'll be able to see it on the screen. Um, so here we got the strengths on the screen here. For Oswald Peraza. He's a very well-rounded player, as you can see. He's, he's like a jack-of-all-trades type of player, but they do like him at shortstop. He's labeled as the most well-rounded infield prospect in the system. When fully developed, there's a good chance he could have four-plus tools. So, there's a lot to like. Starting with the bat. Definitely got to start with his bat. He's got a very well-rounded bat. Um, he's a quality contact hitter. He has those bat-to-ball skills that I, obviously, you know I love so much. He controls the strike zone very well, and he'll he'll use all fields, though he is primarily pull. He's developed into a solid line drive hitter over the years as a prospect. He hits the ball very hard. He's already produced top exit velocity numbers in the farm system. So he fits that new Yankee mantra that Dylan Lawson has brought with them from down below of, you know, there's that whole hit strikes hard philosophy. 
basically what it comes down to is is that's pretty straightforward, right? Staying in the zone and barreling up the ball, getting it to the outfield. So with that said, a lot of scouts think this kid has some power upside. They're saying he's got 15 to 20 homer power. They are saying if he can start to drive the ball a little more and add a little more loft to his swing, which I don't love that. Because <laughs> I feel like that will put a hole in it. But if he does start to drive it a little more, then maybe you can lean more towards that 20 home run number than 15. Um, with that all out of the way about his bat, I would say you have yourselves somebody who can at least hit in the 270s or maybe higher. A decent hitting player. You go to the other side of the diamond. This kid plays defense. He's a smooth, very slick shortstop with an excellent glove. And very good hands. He's got a strong arm to where he could definitely slide over the third base. If he needed to, he could slide to third. Great instincts, great awareness. And the final positive we have here for Oswald Peraza. He's got speed. He's a solid base runner. He's an aggressive base runner. He steals bags. And he can go from first to third. Very easily. Not a double. <laughs> so those are your positives. I think he could... St- I really do. I think he can be a very... Um, I think on this Yankees team, he could be very valuable. He could be very useful because this is a Yankees team who lack athleticism. This is a Yankees team who lack those intangibles. This is a Yankees team who honestly lack those high IQ players like Peraza. (laughs) You know? And he's a very smart player. That's one of the things he's also been praised for is that he's got a very high IQ as a player. But um, yeah, those are his positives. Once again, you've got the bat the defense, and the speed. So we're going to head to break. When we get back from break, we'll talk about some of Oswald Peraza's flaws. And then we'll see if we can wrap it up from there. Get to a few more things, and that'll be that. All right, so stay with us. We will be right back. So BD4 is on so many platforms to listen to. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud. You can listen to us on Spotify. You can find us on our sponsor, Anchor, and many other listening platforms as well, wherever you get your podcasts. But we are also available to watch on YouTube. So if you want to watch us on YouTube, go subscribe there. But if you prefer to listen to us, again, many, many, many listening platforms. Just be sure to subscribe, download, give us a rating, a review, comment, share the podcast, and all that fun stuff. This is BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. All right, folks. Now, if you are listening to BD4 on Apple Podcasts, 
be sure to give us a five-star rating and a review, if you so please. So once again, this is if you are listening to BD4 on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating and review. Thank you. RJ Carbone. You're listening to episode 340 of the podcast. Talked about Oswald Peraza. Talking about, sorry, Oswald Peraza. Just went over his strengths. Now we're going to touch on his weaknesses. So, you know, watching this film, reading a lot about it, seems like he's got some trouble connecting on the breaking ball. And that to me is an absolute must. It's a must improve if he wants to succeed at the major league level. He has improved on it a bit, but there's still a lot to go. And his overall play discipline, I guess you could put as something he also needs work with. He'll have a tendency to extend the zone and chase balls he cannot get to or balls that he can't really barrel up very well because of this a lot of scouts see him as a, a low on base percentage guy which leads me to a couple of his player comps um, these I came up with on my own totally on my own um, first one being Andrelton Simmons I think he could be an Andrelton Simmons type with a little more power maybe and a little more speed, maybe, right? Guy who doesn't get on base a ton, but has those bat-to-ball skills. Can hit the ball at a high clip. Can play very good defense. I also think that this kid, Peraza, he reminds me of a former Yankee. He reminds me of Starlin Castro. You know, Starlin Castro had a tendency to chase balls that were out of the zone. He was a guy who wasn't an on-base machine. But he was a guy who was pretty good at putting it in play and racking up hits. 
He had a little bit of power. So maybe he's like a Starling Castro, at least at the plate. Better defender. So you have yourselves a potential a potential 2020 guy. 20 homer, 20 stolen base guy who can hit you above 270. You know, I think he's a, at least an average everyday major leaguer um, once he fully develops. Also, if we are forced to sell low on Torres at some point in the season and it's just not working out with him, then having a kid like Peraza <clears throat> excuse me, could definitely lessen the blow a little bit if he keeps progressing in the right direction, right? So those are my thoughts on, on Oswaldo, uh, Oswaldo, on Oswald Peraza. Um, just a little bit of a scouting report. And um, that's it, guys. I hope we see him soon. Um, you know, I, I think, obviously, it's a bit conflicting because you got Volpe, who's much higher up on everybody's ladder, higher up in the rankings. So maybe you can use Peraza as a trade chip. Or maybe you slide him over to third base like we mentioned. Possibly even second base. But you can't keep every prospect. And at this point, if you're trying to win a championship, I wouldn't be opposed to trading anybody at this point. I wouldn't. I'm not prospect hugging. You know, especially if there's a logjam. So, yeah, that's it. Let's head to our final break. When we get back from break, we'll wrap this up with RJ's parlay. This will be fun. <laughs> Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode. But first, I also want to let you know I have another blog. The blog I'm writing for is on ultimatesportsnetworks.com titled The Bomber Bocker Blog. If you want to go subscribe to this blog, you should do so using my promo code 6A2841ERJC. Using that, you'd get a discount $7.99 a month to get the best Knicks and Yankees opinionated content around. Once again, guys, the Bomber Bocker blog on ultimatesportsnetworks.com using promo code 6A2841ERJC, $7.99 a month. A custom wall tapestry is a surefire way to uplift any room's aesthetics with a personal touch. This 100% polyester wall tapestry comes with hemmed edges for extra durability while its mildew and water resistant properties ensure years worth of decorating bliss. The advanced tapestry printing techniques guarantee crisp detail even for the craziest of designs in any of the multiple size choices. You can select a size of 26 by 36 inches, 51 by 60, 68 by 80, and 88 by 104. These wall tapestries usually ship in 7 to 10 business days, and the price ranges from $24.99 to $69.99, all dependent on the size you select. The Bomber Bocker blog wall tapestries come in orange, gray, and black. 
But most importantly, be sure when purchasing a wall tapestry for the Bomberbacher blog that you use promo code 6A2841 ERJC. 6A2841 ERJC. Just go to ultimatesportsnetworks.com and click on the Shop MVP tab, searching the Bomber Bacher blog. And there you have it. Welcome back to BD4. I am your host, RJ Carbone. This is episode 340 of the podcast. If you are new here, be sure to subscribe to the show, Apple Podcasts. And if you're if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, also be sure to give us a five-star rating and review. This is a five-star podcast so far. We'd like to keep that going. You can also listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, SoundCloud, many, many, many listening platforms. And if you want to watch the video format of this podcast, you can watch it on YouTube. And I'm pretty sure they're allowing videos onto Anchor now, too. So we're going to check that out as soon as I finish recording this. Um, With that said, oh yeah, and also follow me on Facebook, RJ Carbone, and on Instagram, at Rob J. Carbone. With that said, let's finish this episode off with... RJ's Parlay. Let's get to it. For this episode, RJ's Parlay, we got a big one, alright, we got a big one. So, welcome to RJ's Parlay, where my degenerate self breaks down tonight's big parlay. If I miss, it's not surprising. If I hit, I'll probably lose it all tomorrow night. That's how this works. Welcome to RJ's Parlay. Alright, tonight's parlay. We've got this one coming up. Actually, it's about to start. This Golden State game. Golden State-Milwaukee. Basketball. NBA. I've got Golden State with a plus 13.5 alternate spread. Giannis, over 24.5 alternate points. Giannis over 7.5 alternate rebounds. Giannis over 3.5 alternate assists. Chris Middleton over 14.5 alternate points. Steph Curry over 24.5 alternate points. Steph Curry over 2.5 alternate threes made. Clay Thompson over 1.5 alternate threes made. Last but not least, Andrew Wiggins. Over nine and a half alternate points. That all adds up to be a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine pick parlay. Yeah. At plus five thirty-five odds. So it's about to start. We will see how we do. 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm not feeling as strong on this one as I was the um, the last parlay we went over. This one I just don't feel strong about. There's a lot of picks, but I just also feel like, I don't know. When you have a lot of picks like that, one of them is bound to, to miss. And that's all it takes is one. But that's it, guys. That's all we've got. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode again. We went over Oswald Peraza. Shortstop coming up in the system. Expected to possibly debut this season. All depending on what this Yankees what the Yankees do with this whole shortstop fiasco they've got going on right now. Is that too harsh to call it a fiasco? Because they've got some options. It's not like they're in dire straits. But I don't know. You know? I don't know. I, I've, uh, I've given my take on what I want. On what I would like this Yankees team to do at shortstop. We all know who I want. Alright? Hey, they ain't calling me Evil Empire because they were nice. Alright? Alright guys, that's it. Thanks for tuning in. Again, I am your host, RJ. This is episode 340 of BD4. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe to me on all the platforms we mentioned. And that's it. I'll see you next time, fellas. Alright, ciao. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. It's the best way to make a podcast. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm 